It's time! Fight fans and degenerate gamblers, welcome to the Thick Boys Fight Club, where there are only two rules. Rule number one, always talk about Thick Boys Fight Club. Rule number two, talk about Thick Boys Fight Club, even if no one wants to talk about Thick Boys Fight Club. All right. We are back again, Thick Boys Fight Club. I am Nick. And I'm Ty. And guys, thank you once again for joining us here. Sorry we haven't been on for the last couple of weeks. You know, we'll just be honest with you. We need a little break. And on top of that, we personally just didn't find that much excitement in the last couple of weeks, weekends of fights. I mean, not to say they weren't great fights, but just to me, they weren't as exciting as I was hoping. And also what I just thought you guys would find exciting. You know, and, you know, guys, we do this for free for you guys. You know, if you like getting the picks and whatnot, by all means, you know, we're going to start needing some donations to keep us going and pumped up if you don't mind. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. I At think the very least, cool. just hit us a subscribe, man. Hit, us hit subscribe. a subscribe. Yeah, guys, hit a subscribe, you know, so we know we're feeling the love. I know a bunch of you guys watch it. I can see the view count up. So, but yeah, this week we are going to be breaking down UFC fight night. What is this, 11, if I'm not mistaken? I don't want to. Who cares? It's UFC fight night, Colby Covington versus Tyro Wood. Well, whatever, I don't care what number it. it is. I know. Well, they changed the number. Sometimes it's fight night 100 or whatever. So, yeah. But, yeah, guys, we're going to be breaking down the Colby Covington-Woodley fight. We're super stoked about that. Real quick, though, I want to argue a couple points here with Ty. We have not talked about either one of these things, believe it or not. And I can't actually believe it because I'm excited because you're going to get a real raw opinion here from the two of us <laughs> looking forward to so, this so let's go off first and foremost this one i have told you about but never really talked about it and you already know what i'm gonna say conor mcgregor gets arrested supposedly attempted sexual assault he was questioned and let go your first opinion He's a scumbag I always thought he was. That's how I feel about the guy, you know? Okay. He's probably right. just like – I, like I was telling some other people I was talking to about it. Look, if you have your kids, tell them to, to not listen real fast because he was probably coked out, jerking himself off on his boat, fucking just – I don't know what he's doing. Like, these accusations don't just come out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, he, he put himself in a situation for this to, to happen. You know, yeah. he just proposed to his girlfriend, right? This was supposed to be like their honeymoon from what I had heard. Why is he even in a situation where this could possibly even be misconstrued? He, you know, it just, yeah. it just shows you the content of his character. Yeah. In my personal opinion. Yeah, no, I'm like, you know, uh, as a Conor McGregor fan here, folks, you know, even I'm starting to, starting to get some big eyes here. Um, you know, the problem is, and I, you just hit it right on the head. It's like, we can only so many times go, oh, that's just some, some broad that wants to get paid out. So she's fucking lying and making a story up. I mean, by all means, that could be what happened here. Can't rule it out. But you said something exactly what I'm thinking is, how many times though are you going to be put, bring, put yourself in these situations where that's even something that could happen? Like, 
you know, when you're that rich and famous or whatever, that's why you're supposed to have a posse with you, honestly. So shit like this never happens. Like your friends who care about you are going to stop you before you fucking steal some guy's cell phone and throw it on the ground. Like that's what a good friend would do in that situation. So same thing here. You know, it's like, he doesn't, he obviously, in my opinion, just if he is going out and getting all fucked up, which there's nothing wrong with that. Let's, I'll be clear about that right now. And I know you feel the same way. Yeah. You want to go out and have a good time? That's all good. But Connor, for fuck's sake, man, obviously your friends around you are not your real friends. You need to find the better people, you know? That's, that's kind of where I'm at on it. I mean, is a guy being a dumb fuck if he really did do this? By all means, come on, man. The fuck? Here, look, this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say he did it without knowing anything about it because – I can go down a laundry list of shit he's done that he shouldn't have done. Throwing a freaking, what is that? A hand truck at a bus <laughs> and shattering the window. Yeah. Punching an old man in the face at the bar because he won't take a shot of your whiskey. And these are all things that we've seen on exactly. video. So yeah, him taking a cell phone, smashing it on the ground. Like he, yeah. he is not someone where I'm like this. When someone tells me a story about them, it's not like this. No, Connor would never do that. It's like this. Yeah, I can see him yeah. doing it. Doesn't surprise you. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Exactly. Like, the guy, honestly, I think he, like, don't get me wrong. If you want to party, go ahead and party. But let's put the eight ball down for a minute, Connor. Take some time to sober up, clear this thing up. Just don't, don't pull a John Jones. Lay low. You got a long life ahead of you. You don't want to be spending it all on lawyer fees and paying people off so that this doesn't get in the news or. Exactly. You know, just silly things. Yep. For sure, man. But we'll see what happens with that. And then secondly, man, I don't know if you saw this one. I haven't even brought this up to your attention yet. I don't even know if you've seen this. Your boy DC has revealed. Do you know what I'm going to say? No, Have I you read this? Oh, wow. Here we go. Oh, perfect. He has come out and said now that he has tested positive for COVID-19 and had it during his training camp for the Stipe fight. And that is a angle he's going. Now, at the end of the article, he, he does have in quotations that he is not saying that is why he lost the fight. But I also am like, why did you have to come out and say that then at all, man? You know? So I don't know. That, that's pretty crazy to me. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's crazy that he got it and then he went through a whole training camp and that means he was sparring with people while he had it and stuff. Yeah. Kind of scary, but, you know, like you said, He's not taking anything away from Stipe is probably what he said. And I don't think, you know, there's any need. I don't think he's angling for a shot at another shot of the title or a rematch or anything like that. He's just probably, you know, he regrets that he lost. And he's more, I think it's more for himself to kind of give himself an explanation of to why for himself he lost. Yeah. I don't think he's giving us an excuse on why he lost because he's bigger than that. I, at the end of the day, he's got nothing left to prove. The best light heavyweight not named John Jones. The best heavyweight not named Stevie Mielczyk. God forbid. Yeah. You're the God forbid second you're not one best. Of those names. Yeah. yeah. You're the second best. And you beat Stevie once. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, no. I, I just, like, I'm shocked that he kept that a secret. And it never came out that that was possibly something that could ca- get that fight canceled. Because I'm sure it would have if they would have talked about it. Yeah. I mean, they're already talking about um, – canceling the cody garbrandt fight coming up because you know cody has it so i mean it's crazy to me yeah well you know it is what it is man 
but yeah, let's, um, let's get into this. Let's break this thing down. All right, then. Well, to start you off in the middleweight division, we've got Kevin Holland, 18 and five coming in as the minus two forty favorite fighting Darren Stewart, 12 and five, the plus $200 underdog. And I think I'm just going to take this one away. Start us off. Look, Kevin Hall is a very impressive fighter. He's light on his feet, has, you know, some devastating knockouts. He also is a guy that doesn't mind shooting for the takedowns. He's strong in the clinch. He's got some nasty elbows, great combinations. He's a very flashy striker. Where Darren Stewart, on the other hand, he's going to be slightly shorter. I believe he's six feet. Kevin Holland's around six foot three, six foot four. He's the stockier of the two, thicker. I'm going to give him the strength advantage. He's also strong in the clinch. Um, he's got some good combos. Sometimes he does get into a little bit of a brawling mode when guys engage him there. But he, he prefers to use his jab, straights, you, you know, blast leg kicks, body kicks. He does everything really technically sound. And also, he does not have a problem shooting for takedowns just to score points. We also saw in the Maki Pitolo fight, he can submit people off of his back. And for these reasons, this is why I'm taking Darren Stewart. I just think that the fact I'm starting to personally lean when I find two strikers who are about the same caliber, just one happens to be the flashier of the two, I lean towards the guy who just does the basics but does the basics extremely well and doesn't, isn't just trying to wow you with these, like, you know, crane kicks or flying knees. He's just trying to, you know, straight – Straight right hand, head kicks, leg kicks. I just I'm going with the more standard approach, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's funny. I don't know if you read this at all. Like how, you know, Kevin Holland comes into the UFC on the Contender Series and like literally was never even supposed to be on the UFC. Like that's the funny thing. Like he actually was on Dana White's shit list before he even got his fight i mean if you go back and watch that contender series fight he was just chirping the entire time talking to dana about how he deserves to fucking get a contract was just talking a lot of shit so you know you go back and you look it's like you know kevin holland yeah great guy all you know crazy knockout power all these things we've seen him do but as you said He's just a very flashy kind of dude, talks shit a lot. And those are usually the guys that get caught. Um, the other thing that was crazy with this is just like Kevin Holland here was being the little arrogant guy that he was, you know, thought he's like in an interview, he's like, I didn't even look at the contract. I thought I saw Darren and I thought I was fighting Darren Till, which is like, who have you beaten that makes you believe you should fight Darren Till? I like, are you out of your mind, dude? Like, like I said, your first UFC fight was, yeah, you, you were as against Diago Santos who beat you. And that was supposed to be just an execution for fun for Dana White because he had no one else to fight him at the time. <laughs> so, you know, I think you're right, man. I think Kevin Holland is going to get caught in this whole deal. Um, I think him trying to be a little flashy and shit talker and, you know, I hope he gets dropped on this. That's what I hope happens. I yeah. believe it's going to happen. This is going to be a great stand-up battle. It's going to be a really fun one to watch. And, yeah, like Nick said, I think the, the power is going to be the main differentiary in this fight. That Darren Till's yeah. just got that 
true one one punch knockout power. For sure. Yep. Coming up next, though, in the women's strawweight division, we have Mackenzie Dern, eight and one, minus one sixty five, fighting Randa Marcos, ten eight and one, coming as a plus one forty five underdog. Nick, how you feel? You know, I like Mackenzie Dern in this. I mean, girls are some missing specialists. Got to give her credit on that. I mean, she got a lot of victories that way. I mean, at only 27 years old, this girl, we haven't even seen this girl's potential yet. She is a rising star in the UFC, folks. Mark my words, and she's not bad looking either. <laughs> you know? Um, you got Marcos here at a nice fading age of 35. Um, and I'll, I'll go for that and say this, you know, for the guys, you and I kind of tend to like them at that age of 34 to 36. That's kind of the prime for them. Um, you know, going back and looking at my notes, though, through some of the stuff we've done, for the women, it kind of seems like they end a little earlier than that, in my opinion. Um, the older women just kind of generally kind of fizzle out a little faster, you know, at stuff like this. Unless, obviously, you're a champion or whatnot, that's a different story. But... You know, interesting enough, I got both of these guys have both come off losses to Amanda Rivas, both of them by decision, you know, and I'm just kind of going off what I looked at. The biggest difference here I think we're going to see is Dern was able to learn from that. Uh, watching an interview with Marcos here, she just kind of brushed it off as I just didn't prepare myself good enough. That's the only reason I didn't win, which I really didn't like that at all, you know, coming from her. So for these reasons... I would put the bet in two Mackenzie Dern by submission. That is a great prop bet. I'm sure. I'm sure it's not going to be tons of plus money, but I'm sure it will be there. But by all means, Mackenzie Dern. Yeah, I'm with Nick on this one. Look, Ronda Marcos. She her style is mostly is wrestling and jujitsu, but Dern is just on a completely other level than she is. She Ronda does have the advantage on the in the stand up. Her striking is going to be cleaner. She does have more of a diverse tool set to use there. Where Mackenzie Dern, her boxing is very basic. She does have some power in her right hand. But I pray she's not try, going to try to use that to win this fight because she has such a clear advantage on the ground. It's not even, it's not even close. Look, Ashley Yoder put Randa Marcos in some bad spots on the ground. Marcos wasn't able to get up very quickly. She was trapped there for most of the fight. And if Mackenzie Dern can get her to the ground, I think she makes quick work of this. Like Nick said, yeah. I would definitely be taking the prop bet of Dern by uh, submission. I'm sure you'll get like, what, plus 150? I'm think. thinking I'm thinking it's going to be something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, this, this should be an easy night of work for Dern if she plays. She, you know, she does this right. For sure. Yeah. Coming up next, though, in the light heavyweight division, We've got Johnny Walker, 17-5, and five, coming as the minus-120 favorite, fighting Ryan Spann, 18-5, and five, the plus-100 underdog, even money. Nick told me that he has moved to Ireland to trade, which is a mistake. Should have gone to Scotland. Johnny Walker, come on, shit together. <laughs> Anyways, besides that, <laughs> look, Johnny Walker has come off, is on a two-fight losing streak. Looked very, very unimpressive in both of these outings. In particular, his last fight where he just I, – I, I bet on him. You know, he, he, he had changed camps, went up to Canada, trained out at TriStar, 
You know, that's a great camp. You have some great minds there. Comes into the fight. He's looking good in the first round, and then he just gasses. He gets taken down, gassed out. He can't get up to his feet. He's got nothing off of his back. Can't Isn't throwing up submissions. You know, he's just getting worked. And I lost a lot of respect for him. Well, Ryan Spann over here, look, this guy is a pressure fighter. He doesn't mind shooting for takedowns. He, you know, even if he's not going to get him, he doesn't mind just pinning you up against the fence, using his control time, just wearing down on you, just trying to make you, you know, get all that blood into your shoulders. You're trying to hold him up while he's just, just hanging on you. He does have, he's, you know, his takedowns are, are all right. They're not great or special or anything, but for these reasons, he is the more complete fighter to his career. He has four knockout wins. He's got 11 submission wins. Uh, the one thing that does worry me about him is that he is a low volume striker. There's not a lot of output. He kind of sits back and waits. He does have some nasty power, but, if he does do that, that really does play into Johnny Walker's game, who likes to sit back, wait for you to move, and then just explode and hit you with those big shots. But if I were to guess if they fought 10 times, I would see Span winning 7, 8 out of the 10. So that's why I'm going to pick Span. Just, it's just a slight lean, but that's where I'd be going with it. Yeah. I mean, as we, we and Ty here talked about this earlier, guys, uh, you know, when I looked at this one on paper, obviously I instantly went for Span. That was this one I circled. Just because the problem was we had Johnny Walker here. I mean, came out huge, huge, um, huge uh, upside to him. When he was up there, I mean, he came out up here and then all of a sudden just like flatlined the, these last two fights. I don't, we don't know exactly what happened. Uh, as I told Ty, though, here, my only concern here is I, I like the span pick. I do, and that's what we're going to go with here on this. Just, guys, I think this one is possibly a little bit of a dark horse here just because there's a little unknown here due to what Johnny Walker has said. And if it's true, then I believe he would win this fight. But I don't know if it's true. Uh, Johnny Walker has said he was out partying before and kind of was living the life of a you know big-time UFC fighter which is all good. You, you know, you made it, but you didn't really make it yet, but that's what you thought. Um, but he said, now he also then said, which Ty Ray's and I brought of this and he actually is right. Like his main reason for really going to Ireland was because of his girlfriend. So it's like, wait, so you traveled around the world for a girl when you're a professional fighter who you should be going to where makes you better. That is a little concerning, but where he ended up in Ireland is with John Cavanaugh. So something to say for that guys, we'll see if it comes out. I can tell you if that's where, if he, if he is gets his, his shit together and is dialed in like where we saw him for three fights ago, by all means, Johnny Walker's a scary dude in there, but we're going to find out. I honestly am on the same page with Ty. I think a lot of these guys like to have a reasoning for what's bad in their lives when they're not fighting well. And it, unfortunately, it's probably going to continue to swindle down here for Johnny Walker. You know, he had big upside. We all loved his name, first of all. That was truly the one thing I think any UFC fan loved about him more than anything. But, and the dude could fight. Last two fights out, though, dude did not fight at all. So... That's where we're at on that. We'll see if Span can get it done for us. Yeah. And, you know, one of the big reasons, too, Nick and I are taking Ryan Span is 
look, we're trying to advise you on the best bet, and we're not going to take a risk out on that he says he's got his life together. Yeah, I think that's what yeah. tell right. you to, to put money on something just because the guy says, oh, I've changed my life. Oh, you know, I'm making better decisions now. It's like, that's all well and good, but Ryan Spann here isn't making these mistakes. He isn't no. fucking up. He's, you know, he's in the gym putting in work, and it shows off. It's been showing. So Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, next up, one that everyone's been waiting for. We have Kazamat or Kem, yeah, Kazmat Chemaev, a perfect eight and zero, coming in as a big minus four hundred favorite. I believe <laughs> this is taking place in the middleweight division. The UFC is terrible yes. about telling me how this goes against Gerald Mershart, thirty-one and thirteen, a plus three twenty underdog. Nicholas, take it away. Why don't you take this one away? Because all right, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Look, I like Hosma. He he's he's steamrolled two cans, two guys who got signed to the UFC for their UFC debut, and yes, he steamrolled them. He took a total of two punches. He's got some incredible takedowns, great control, good ground and pound. Nothing devastating, but it's just constant. His cardio is insane. It, I, I will give him that. All of these things are great, but he still, to me, is an unproven product. Yeah, you beat up some cans. Congratulations. Gerald Merchard here is a test and proven veteran. He's the real deal. You know, he's not overly impressive in any one aspect of the game, but he is a complete martial artist. He's good at everything, but not great at anything. Look, he does have 23 submission wins. Not a whole lot of them are in the UFC, honestly. Um, his striking is all right. I'll give it – he can throw head kicks, body kicks, leg kicks. His punches and his kicks are a little slow, a little telegraphed. You can kind of see them coming. Uh, his cardio is really good. So this is going to be a really good test for Chimaev. I'm just – like I said, I'm just not sure – like. Like what we saw with um, – dang it, I can't remember the name of it right now. But um, it was one of the last ones we did. Oh, yeah, Shabizen, right? Like this stud, mm. this kid that's coming out, and then you're giving him a real veteran. Now, Mershart isn't quite as dangerous as um, he is, but I just – again, yeah, I can't yeah. advise you to bet on Chemaev off of the two guys he's beaten. Like, if you are going to put a bet, you might as well just put the, the money on Merchart and hope you win, you know, because you're going to be – you're not going to be upset if Merchart loses, right, and you lose that little bit of money. But you're going to be really fucking upset if you put the 400 to win 100 on Chimaev here. That, that, that's the thing for me. I'm trying to give you good betting advice, and Merchart does have a shot, you know. Like, like I said, we haven't seen Chimaev tested yet. Well, who do you think will win? I, I'm leaning ever so slightly to Chamayev, like I All said, right. but it's nothing where I could be like this. Yeah, slap four hundred dollars, you're gonna win. No, no, no I, I got you. I got what you're saying. <laughs> but you do believe Chamayev will win the fight? Yes, and I really do hope he wins because they've got him lined up to fight Damian Maya next, and that's the fight for me that I that I'll probably make my bet on. Um, especially just seeing how this fight goes. If if Mershart gives him a lot of trouble, makes this a tough fight, and loses, even if he loses, then I'm going to be like, Damian Maia's got this one in the bag. Yeah, well, 
We're going to see what happens. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I don't, and I'll just admit it. I, and, it, you know, it was kind of because of you. Guys, you know, the very first time this guy fought was like a month and a half ago when we learned of this this lab. Yeah, it sounded like that. You know, he was he was a minus 800. The other guy was a plus 800, I believe, whatever. there was. It was some crazy odd. And I told Ty here, I, I the value is to bet against this kid. And, you know, Ty told me I was crazy. Well, obviously he was right. I would have been fucking crazy. We saw what happened. You know, when Joe Rogan says this is the next star of the UFC, I tend to want to believe him. As I get what you're saying, I don't know, man. I think literally in an interview today, he said, I'm going to kill him. It's what he said. Yeah, well, you know me. I like (laughs) I don't want to hear it. I <laughs> yep, want you to do see it. it. On that guy. <laughs> well, we're going to find out if he's going to do it. But guys, I would definitely, I wouldn't even, I mean, I just don't think there's any upside to betting on this fight, honestly. I mean, unless you got money to spend and you want to gamble, then by all means, go fucking get, you know, gay guard here, Gerald. It's the money's there for that. But on, um, on our boy here, I don't think so, man. I think that guy's gonna smash him. He is a rushing smasher. <laughs> yeah. Look, I like I said, man, for the sake of the UFC and just because he is a star in the making, I hope Chimaev wins. It's just I don't think this is gonna be a cakewalk like the odds suggest. I think he's really gonna get tested here and you know, again, I don't know what his actual grappling skill like jujitsu grappling skills are gonna look like. Gerald's a crafty veteran. I wouldn't be surprised at all if he pulls off a crazy submission. Yeah, no, you're right. It could happen. Anything can happen in the UFC. You know what's also crazy about him? You know, he's been walking around Vegas at night giving money to homeless people. Shemayev? Yeah. That's nice of him. I know. I thought so, too. (laughs) All right. Well, good for you, bro. (laughs) I think you could. Uh, oh, look at Ty, a little soft spot there. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> nice guy. See, I, I like hearing about those things more than I like hearing about guys, you know, getting charged with sexual assault and stuff on a boat. Yeah. I like this guy more. Um, yeah. But moving on. <laughs> Next up in the lightweight division, you got an old favorite, Donald the Cowboy Cerrone, 36 5th, and 15, coming in as a plus 135 underdog. Fighting Nico Price, fourteen and four, a minus one fifty-five favorite. Nick, what do you think? Well, you know, I am obviously a Donald Cerrone fan, no doubt about it. I love Cowboy, and I hope for the second time this year he wins me money, just not with him winning the way he would like it to be. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Cowboy, man. First, you had to get your ass kicked by Connor early on this year. And now you're going to go against Nico Price. Guys, just in case you're forgetting who Nico Price is here for a second, let me remind you of what this guy can do. This is Nico Price who once hammer-fisted a poor guy to a knockout while he was on the ground. While he was on his back, yeah. While he was on his back. Then... This is also Nico Price, who again was on his back and leg kicked 
with the heel of his leg and caught that poor prick and knocked that guy. I forget who it was. Do you remember who, who it was? He was fighting. No, I forget. not off the top of my head. But knocks that poor guy out. I mean, this is a guy who can knock anyone out from anywhere, any angle, at any point in a UFC fight. So, Connor, I mean, sorry, Donald, I love you, old friend, but this was not a good fight for you. Your manager, you should shoot that dude. You are being sentenced to death here, I feel like, and I hate that for you, but hey, I know you love to fight and you don't give a fuck. And for that, yes, you are a bad motherfucker. There is no doubt about it. But this is going to be a terrible night for Cowboy Cerrone. Yeah, and um, just so you guys know, the name of the guy he upkicked was James Vick. That's yeah, that was James Vick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Vick, he did that too. Yes. Look, guys, Nico Price here just came off of a savage fight with Vincent Luque. It was... Dude, that was an amazing fight. It was so much fun to watch. Look, you got to give it to Price here. He is just a savage of a human being. He just keeps pushing forward, getting punched in the face, dropped. He's shooting for takedowns. He gave Vincent Luque one of the toughest fights of his career. Just went full on out to war. Unfortunately, got ended due to his eyes being so swollen. He couldn't mm-hmm. see out of it, so they called it off. But – you just gave me mad respect for the guy. Look, he's a fast starter. He comes out hard. Ain't ever takes his foot off the pedal. He is going for the finish. Donald Cerrone here, notoriously slow starter. He lots of times just has a trouble with the volume just isn't there. He'll just sit back waiting for the guy to come at him and just trying to pick his shots, which puts him down on the scorecards. We're price here. Like I said, he's a pressure fighter. He likes to be in your face. He's switching up between takedowns, striking. And like I said, his cardio is just so ridiculous. And we've, we also forgot to say Cerrone is coming off of a four fight losing streak. Well, and, um, and, and, so, and I just would like to real quick say what everything you just listed that Nico price has is absolutely nothing. that Donald Cerrone has these days. Exactly. Zero. <laughs> Like, but yes, yeah, right, yeah, go on. On top yeah, of that, so, though, <laughs> yeah, four losses in a row right now. Three of them are by way of knockout. And, and let's, let's not forget the who last gets one. Knockout? <laughs> yeah. Who gets knocked out by shoulder strikes? <laughs> it just tells you, man, like, look, Cerrone is a legend, one of the best to ever do it, one of the most entertaining fighters. But you're not going to sit here and tell me that his chin is not compromised. You're not going to tell me that this is the prime Cowboy Cerrone that you would think can go three hard rounds at an insane pace. No, that's not him. This is, I hate to say it, we're watching a washed-up Donald Cerrone, a guy who someone like Dana White needs to step in and tell him, look, I can get you another yeah. job doing something else and you can still make money. You're still one of the baddest dudes on the planet. We can do it. You could make a whole TV show about that guy. Well, Like a honestly, reality show. Just, I thought about just the get him out of the ring. I think he would be a great announcer, honestly. No, no, no. He... he, he no, he's, he's announced not, fights before. He's yes. not refined enough. He's yes, I'm sure he has, but there's a reason he hasn't kept. Yeah, <laughs> he's not refined. Okay. Yeah. Look, he, like I said, put him on a reality show. The guy loves extreme sports. He loves fighting. Like, come on, like, just do a yeah. whole thing about bad, bad motherfucker ranch. Like, he, yeah. He, I see so many other ways this guy could make money. That's what his manager should be trying to lean him towards. And, and you know, because the sad thing for me is. This is probably about money for him. 
is yeah, well, taking we know care that, of his kid, right? right? Yeah, he's always well, had financial issues. Well, I just he's think a second kid now. Oh yeah, see, so. the, uh, please, please for whoever the manager is, <laughs> please for the love of God, stop this. <laughs> I know, like it's not going to be a good night for him. <laughs> if you're a big fan, you might want to just step out for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, and I'm a fan. Don't you guys be sending me hate mail now. I am a fan, but I am here to tell you the truth. And that is the truth. <laughs> yep. All right. That's enough sad news. Enough On to the main news. event of the evening. Our favorite fight of the night, or at least my favorite, Colby Covington. Oh, no. My favorite. 15-2, minus 360 favorite fighting in the welterweight division against the former UFC champion Tyrone Woodley, one of the greatest rappers ever to live. Nineteen <laughs> coming as a plus two ninety favorite. Took time off his rap career to bring us you another banger. I'll, I'll say it real quick. If you are a Tyrone Woodley fan, please listen up right now and watch what's going to happen to your boy during this fight. That I yeah. don't care. You like if you're a Tyrone Woodley fan, you want to talk shit, talk shit on a talk shit. I will talk <laughs> shit with you all day long. <laughs> yeah, look, guys, I hate to tell you this. This is another just absolute mauling that's going to happen. Tyrone Mall. Woodley, look. He's out of his prime. It's over for him. He's look, the things that he does well is knock people out. But the thing is, he just can't seem to pull the trigger and he doesn't have enough volume to set his punches up. He's literally sitting back, waiting to land that big overhand. I believe it's a right he throws. The big overhand right. And if he doesn't hit, he's got nothing else. He doesn't wrestle anymore. He's not the kind of guy who's going to control on, you know, control people on top. And even if he did want to do that, this is Colby Covington. He's, you're not going to do that. This guy has insane cardio. This guy's output and volume is ridiculous. It's, it's elite in its tier of its own. The only person that can compete with him in this division is Kumaru Usman. And he was winning that fight against Kumaru until he got knocked out in the fifth round, right? I totally expect I so. Colby, yeah, I totally expect Colby Covington to just I'm trying to think there's no way this fight goes five rounds. There's no way. I I don't see that happening either. Um it yeah, it could if Kobe just decides to fuck with him. And and that's possible. If Kobe yeah. just wants to like prove a point and take down, take down, take, you know what I mean? And just get him so tired. I, I could see Kobe doing that because let's be real. Kobe Covington's a sick son of a bitch. There ain't no doubt about <laughs> it. I mean, I'll, I'll say this, like, and this is what I found the dumbest thing out of this whole week watching some of this shit. Tyrone Woodley goes and hires Jorge Masvidal to tune him up for this fight. Why the fuck would you go and hire a guy that literally got beat the fuck up worse than you? I, I, I mean, I'm, and I'm talking about Kamaru Usman here, who Kobe almost beat. Like, I, I know there's no such thing as MMA math here. I mean, I'm sorry. Did they even fight? Who? Kobe and Usman? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I was thinking um, Jorge. I apologize. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Jorge and Usman fought, though, too. Yes. Remember? That no, no, happened? no. Jorge and Covington. Oh, no, no, no. They haven't fought yet. I'm yeah. sure that's on Covington's list of next dead motherfuckers out there for sure. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just saying, if you go by that, it's like, why would you pick that dude? Like, 
if your point here is to try to become the champion again, you don't, why would you pick someone who tried to just fight for the belt and couldn't get there? That doesn't make any sense to me. And he's crediting that that's the guy who got him, who he supposedly is saying that guy has learned, got him to release his hands. I don't believe that for a second though, man. I don't think poor Tyrone is even going to have a chance to release his hands if he wanted to release his hands. You're going to be on the ground the entire time, man. I am, truthfully, people, I'll tell you this straight up. Like, if you're not a fan of that kind of a fight, you might really not even like this fight. You know what I mean? I mean, it really could just be Kobe kicking him down over and over again. It, it might go down like that. Now, do I think that? No. I think Kobe is going to batter this bitch on the ground, literally. I mean, we've seen what Kobe's got. Kobe's got some nasty-ass elbows. He hasn't shown them off lately. But I think that night, Saturday night, he's going to show them off a little bit. Yeah. Look, I'm with Nick here. Look, he's going to – even if he's not going to successfully get the takedowns, Kobe's going to be shooting for takedowns. He's going to be changing levels. He's going to be just, you know – I see Woodley just going to be covering up. Colby's going to just be putting up with some combos. And then as soon as he finishes his combo, he's going to shoot for a takedown. And yep. he's going to come back up, go to back up to the body and the head, then drop down for a takedown. And he's just going to work him and work him until Woodley doesn't have the energy to, to fend him off. And like Nick said, it could come down to where Woodley's just literally going to be up against the fence, just covering up. And could be. Covington's just going to unleash a 6-8-10 punch combo. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh oh. You know, just like you're just oh, gonna—he's gonna, he's gonna go. be. So, um, are you here? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Okay, let's just real quick. Sorry, folks, your internet cut out for us for a second there. Uh. Okay. Wait, where, did, where did we leave off? <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you're back. So yeah, your internet cut out about like I would say 20 seconds ago. Oh, okay. So, well, oh. anyways, basically what I was saying is that <laughs> you were, uh, you were at the point, you know, if you want, you were at the point where you said he'd probably be up against the fence, just covering up with like a 10 piece combo thrown at him. Yeah. Like I said, it's it, in this fight, I guarantee you Woodley will become a human punching bag. He will be so exhausted, so incapable of defending himself that Colby Covington is just going to get to let go and just have his way with him against the cage. And just, I don't know. It's just going to be, it's going to be one of those highlights where a guy just keeps punching a person and he just like wilts and crumples to the ground and covers up and the ref has to come over and the guy's standing over him. Yeah. Uh, that's what I see, man. I, I see that. Like I said, I honestly, I'm watching some footage today though. Honestly, with his, Woodley's last fight, I, I honestly think Kobe's going to be able to wrestle into the ground. I, I don't think he's going to have any problem with that. Yeah. I, I don't think he will have any problem with that, but I think because he wants a title shot, He's going right. to try to stand up. Yeah. He's, got to, he's got to put a big stamp on this if he wants the next matchup. And well, by all, I honestly think like he is the best welterweight not named Kamar Usman right now. There's, to me, there is no, there's nobody else. But and then, For sure. For sure. I do like Burns, though. Don't get me wrong. Burns is a good fighter. We're going to see if he's got it. But to me, easily the number one contender is Colby Covington. And yeah. Well, I think – I hope the path, honestly – well – not that I hope it just probably what everyone wants to see. He's going to beat Woodley here. Honestly, I can totally see the UFC having him fight Jorge after this and saying you fight Jorge, you beat Jorge. Then you, whoever wins that 
against Kamaru and Burns, then these two guys will fight. I can right, see and, that fight happening. Yeah, and as um, Colby's manager, I'd be like, don't fucking say it. Don't take that. Yeah. There's no reason. I guess you get paid a lot of money to fight. He'll get paid a lot to fight Jorge. Yeah, that's so there's, true. Uh, there's upside there, man. Right, but you're risking and, a lot. And the, the backstory is there already, you know? Like, once friends, now enemies. <laughs> so, <laughs> true, like, so there's, I'm just saying, there's a whole thing. Like, you know, it could be an entertaining fight for sure. But yeah, we'll see. We'll man. see, man. I think I think we got that one on the nose, though, for sure. I think we got a lot of them pretty dead on, guys. Um, I'll tell you, if you want a percentage rating of me, I'm like we're ninety percent here. There's always one, you know, that's a little sneaker. Like I said, going back to this real quick follow up, just that Johnny Walker fight scares me. I would stay away from it if yeah. you want our honest opinion, you know, because. Um, I mean, that dude was so good there for a minute, man. And it's like, and it was like something happened in his life where he just was like, you know, you could see it when, and then, like I said, yeah. when it was he that says first he was knockout, partying, right? It was that first knockout. Probably yeah. really, that's got to fuck with your self-confidence. hundred percent. I can only imagine what it's like to wake up staring at the lights and people screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you very much for listening and watching once again. This is the Thick Boys Fight Club. Good luck. Um, May your weekend be profitable. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Uh, I think we didn't really talk about it, but we'll just be honest with you. Probably not going to get a recap show. Uh, it's football season right now. So we got football on Sundays, and then we got football again on Mondays. So probably just going to keep it to this for right now. Um, we're going to plan, guys, in the future. If you're interested, please comment. Let us know if you would like this. Um, you know, we're big football f- betters as well so we can let you know what our top three of the picks of the week are maybe we can do a little quick show about those every week so let us know if you're into that uh but yeah good luck win some money yep choose guys have a good one